took my lad to Leeds. Happy, happy Tuesday morning. That's lad singing in the background. You might have just got a clip of that. Um, yeah, so it was... It was. A, we'll try and keep this one shorter. Um, I mean, hopefully it was long because it was engaging chat yeah. from, from the last one. But we'll try and keep this one short. Uh, um, appearing uh, over the weekend, there was some news, and I think this ties into actually an element of what we talked about uh, in Monday's podcast yesterday, was... Uh, tra- transfers and it, the, apparently there is a move uh, by Leeds five million pounds to Meslier to sign him, make him permanent as our our goalkeeper, first team. Five million. I mean, I I just kind of think maybe five million is a bit bit I'd, steep. I'd like to see him prove himself a bit more in that Arsenal game. Don't get me wrong, he had an amazing game. And good game since. Certainly, I can't, you know, think of anything that would make me go. His distribution, distribution is fantastic. I'm sorry, some of them pings that he did against Arsenal, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, not a goalkeeper. He's good with his hands as well. I, I think he's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah, Um, his team in this, uh, what is from a French team, Laurent, Laurent. I think Laurent. I always think when. Sorry, because I'm a bit of a northern male English heathen. I have to like point, like to get accents right, as 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 lad will tell you when we go on holiday. I do it all the time. I got to do Laurent. He plays for Laurent. Um, they've secured promotion to League League One. So he would, if he went back, he, I don't know whether he's their first choice or not. Don't know enough about their team, but he would be in the top flight if he went back yeah. home. Um, in that league, it did. So here's another one. Also, what came out. I, I'm with you, by the way. I think we should sign him up. I'd, I'd be happy. Yeah. Five million feels a little bit steep at this and moment in time. He's but young and he's got potential. Exactly. I mean, we could always like put him back out on loan if, if we get... This, it, yeah. this is it. Huge rumours uh, Joe Hart. Oh, yeah. Huge rumours of Joe Seen Hart that. being Seen lined that. up. Um, I, I wouldn't I, be too keen. Well, you wouldn't be. I mean, this is... Inter- uh-huh. I, I've A lot of people give Joe Hart a lot of neg. But for me, my experience of whatever I see Joe Hart, and we, I have seen him make mistakes, don't get me wrong, but haven't we seen every goalkeeper, some of the best yeah. in the world, make mistakes? I think he's a wonderful goalkeeper. Don't get me wrong, he, look, he does look like, you know, quite a good leader and that. What do you mean? You know, I, I only see him, I've only seen him in his prime for like Man City and that, mm. you know, like when he was like starting for England. Yeah, when he, when, when he, winning Premiership trophies, playing yeah, for England. But I think now, you know, he's not, He's not playing games, you know, especially because Burnley now, they have Nick Pope, yeah, who's I mean, he's he's been doing amazing. Yeah, but Pope's a wonderful yeah, keeper as exactly. well. Exactly. So you are always going to find it hard to knock a but top goalkeeper. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get Joe Hart if we went up. That's why I okay. think. I know he has that experience, but I just don't think he's had enough consistent game time to, you know, you know, get used to what like it's like now if but, you think my pep guardiola essentially moved him on he didn't feel like he had the complete set that he wanted for a yeah. goalkeeper for city which i would assume is like what we were saying about meslier before meslier is that you you know it's for feet it's being able to ping it about and if you yeah. look at like where where the, uh, what's he called uh, edison. edison you know he's got he's got all that in his locker hasn't yeah. he and uh, maybe Jars have got that, so I don't understand why Bielsa would be happy with that. So I actually think that's just yeah. Instagram 
uh, nonsense. But Maybe, let, let yeah. me get a, a, a Joe Hart one. I, I just don't see how I would fill into that. Then, Kemar Roof not ruling out a, a return over the weekend. Uh, do you know, it made me smile that because the reality is... You know, I've kind of, I've kind of missed him, to be honest. Well, we, I, I think what, we absolutely him. have. Yeah. This season in the championship... If we had him, we'd be definitely... If you, those games we lost to, like, Forest 2-0, those games that we lost 1-0 at home uh, to Wigan, you know, I think th- that's where you go. This time last year, we would have had Rufy, and he would have been, he would have uh, banged us a, a few, you know, 10, 15 extra Especially goals. with Harrison being on form mm, again. Oh, God, yeah, can you imagine? Isn't it? So, for me, it made me smile because of that. The reality of it, though, but the reality, though, is this. Remember, why did we sell him? And we got seven mil for him. Well, for like that, that money that we We wanted. didn't need to sell him, it? except for one reason. He wouldn't sign a contract. The contract offer that was there. Probably not enough money. He even said, Ruth, in this, this interview, in the same thing, he said it was really hard to leave. He was settled, you know, really integrated into the, the community. It was home for him and uh, his family, him and his family. But the contract, he, he, he used it cleverly to say, but the contract wasn't there. But I find that hard to believe. I, I just reckon he would I reckon if out. you ask I reckon Adrizani, he was saying, I want to be the highest paid player on the he team. He probably didn't. I, I think reality, he wouldn't have said that. I think someone who was representing him probably did that. Yeah. And got him a great move. I... I it's was, wonder, like, it's, it's, not it's a good move. Good. It, no, it's, it's a good move. Good. Yeah. Champions League football. Yeah, but no, he won't be starting, though. Do you know I honestly don't know? I, I remember, I, I, remember I was like know. thinking about him one time, and I was like, oh, I might, might check how he's doing. He scored like two goals, you know? And you don't think he's started a lot, so I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't he's... Know. Um, here's the curveball, though, okay? It's all right talking transfers, but how the hell are we going to sign anyone? Exactly. How do you sign someone under... And we don't even know if we've gone up or not, so... But this this is the other thing. We go up, when do we get chance to sign? In this week, we're going to do... We're gonna, this is a tease forward. God, we're doing this. This, this is the same time we're doing it. We're going to do... Who do we need to... Who would stay in a first-team premiership that we've got already? Or, or okay. okay, I think that's really interesting yeah. because we go through that process and... I think we might find ourselves in a position where we go, wow, actually, to stay in the Premiership, whether we're playing behind closed doors or not, we we absolutely need some yeah. recruitment coming in um, of a different quality. We'll go through that. I think that'll be a good little test for us all. Maybe get thinking about it if you're listening to this and see if you agree when, when we hit you with that episode. Who who would we need out of a starting eleven? Who would fall out? Who's not Premiership? Who's not going to do it in the Premiership? I.e., do their role. So here's a tease for you. Not don't answer, but would Bamford? There you go. See, we're all thinking. There, we're all thinking already. Let's move on. Let's get Merv out. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. Here we go, sponsored by Emma Still for week four. Um, and, you know, we're quite happy with that. We're not we're not actually spending, the, because like all this, we're getting spends off a of sponsorship. And we were told not to oil uh, Merv, 
So, yeah, I'm not quite sure uh, where all this revenue, we can't even spend it, just like all of us. That's the thing. If you're listening to this and you're lucky enough to still be employed or not furloughed, the uh, you, you end up in a position where you, you, you've got money in your bank, which is a bit weird at the end of the month. Uh, I'm sure the uh, government will find a way to get all that offers. Uh, but the numbers within Mervyn, which is a bingo machine, represent a subject, a Leeds United subject. Uh, spin those balls, whichever one drops out, we will then talk about. Oh, straight out. He's in good form, Mervyn, at the moment, actually. Number 44. Number 44. Eight, hey, Ross McCormack shirt number. Mark the Duke. Remember? Oh, is that it? We're talking about Mark the We've actually talked about Mark the Duke quite a lot in this podcast, yeah, haven't we? Yeah. Which kind of shows... Uh, interestingly enough, um, there was uh, a great... Uh, I love... I don't know if anyone uh, in the UK is catching this, and you might be able to get it if you get BBC programmes abroad, but you can watch these back on the iPlayer. Is um, what they're doing instead of Match of the Days. They're getting Shearer, Ian Wright, and... Uh, Gary Lineker on to talk about certain, their top tens of, of under different themes. It's a great idea, and because it's like Lineker, Shearer, and Ian Wright, it's really good chat. And they threw in one this weekend, which had a real kind of core Leeds element to it. I think we'll talk about this in another episode as well. But they mentioned Mark Viduka as in just missing out on one of their top tens, which was the top ten players not to have played for their top six um, Premiership clubs. Uh, Mark the Duke, uh, uh, I think I've retorted this in a previous episode. He he, he's, he comes under a almost like a Berbatov uh, style of player where when things aren't going well, Mark the Duke looks like he was he was playing bobbins. But the reality is, the majority of the time, maybe take out the relegation season, the 3 one, but he was wonderful for us. He 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 goes down up there for for me as a fan as one of the greatest players I've seen uh, wearing a Leeds United shirt. Certainly live. Um, you might extend that even further, lad. You've never seen him live, but you've seen a hell of a lot of footage of the guy. Yep. What I mean, what stands out for you of Mark Viduka of what you know? Well, do your top three Mark Viduka <laughs> memories. Or things that you associate with him. The top, I say, Mark Viduka, you say. Four goals against Liverpool. Yes. Was it. Who was it, who was it against when he scored that goal? Was it Arsenal or Charlton? Um, when he scored that one, it was quite from range. Oh, right. Well, I mean, he scored a few. Was that one where Dominic Matteo pinged it out to the right? I think it was in a. I think were, it was we were when, in, 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 when we were in trouble. And we were wearing the blue kit. Did you hit your head on the? No, that was oh. that was that was a Harry Kuehl goal. Oh. That was in the same game. Oh, oh! It was Peter Reid was our manager. Yeah, Mark Viduka scored an absolute belter against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's what the one. That's the one I was thinking about. And watch it. What third? Then. Don't have to be a goal. Well, that is just one of the many Australians. Yeah, well, that Australians. Yeah, that's yeah. We had like this Australian connection, didn't we? Yeah. For, that was it was really good. There was a lot of Australians that fell out of that. The, the, the other goal, if we do go back to the goal, there was one he scored against. Um, it was Chelsea, and there's uh, and oh, I, I did this. You know, I've got to put on that French accent. Oh, uh, Marcel Desailly. Desailly. Yeah. Marcel Desailly, oh, yeah. um, who at the time was a world, you know, World Cup winning 
absolute wonderful beast of a central defender. <laughs> Mate, Vaduka barged him out the way, outside the box, bang! It was a great goal, it was there. And I remember at the time going, that was... Because um, you know, sometimes when you see these goals, you don't actually... It happens so quick when you're there at the game and you get yeah. caught up in the limbs. But I remember going back and uh, watching it on Match of the Day or, or Sky, whatever it was at the time, and going, that is that is probably showing his class in equal measure to some of the goals he scored against Liverpool. It was strength, accuracy and power. Um, to to complement that, especially now when you see all the... Uh, reaction to Mark Viduke interviews that happens from ex-Leeds players and, and beyond also, you know, ex-Australian um, uh, players that that, that uh, were alongside him in those squads. They say he was just a flipping nice guy. You know, like a really, really nice guy. Um, which, which, you know, m- makes him even more of an attractive legend to look back on. But yeah, Mark Viduke up there as you can see lads got respect for him thank you Mervyn that was much better than yesterday's conversation Mervyn hello this is Emma from LUTV and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature love you Merv now we're going to homework lockdown hopefully you've enjoyed researching this it was a good one that we set yesterday it was science and biology somebody's ringing the we're self-isolating the question was who was the dirtiest Leeds player out of the following three? Lee Chapman, A. B. Nick Barmby. C. Our own Johnny Howson. Lad, would you like to reveal the measure on this and the answer? Lee Chapman had one red card. For Leeds. For Leeds. And then... I remember that. He was when he came back on loan. And it, it was a real bad time for us. I was like, Jesus, we're getting Lee Chapman back on loan. And he came on and he got red carded. It's kind of like mm-hmm. Matt Smith when he got red carded in 60 Very seconds. True. Yeah, it was a bit like then, that, actually. So then... So he's Nick, won, so he's quite dirty. He got a red card. Yeah. Not bad, only one red card so in then that kind of Nick career. Nick Barmby, um, zero. And then... Didn't do much. Johnny Halson had two red cards. Oh, so what does that mean? Johnny Housen was Johnny the most dirtiest out of the three. Wow, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. See, Leeds lad. He was always gonna. He was always gonna be that. But us, us, us Yorkshires, born with a bit of dirt and grit in us, just in our DNA. Uh, let's move it on to a history question. This is uh, well done, by the way. If you if you got Johnny Housen uh, for the biology uh, homework, here's your history homework. Leeds United were the first ever team to wear a visibly branded kit and produce repula kits for a Division One club. Now, I first learnt this, that fact, at the Football Museum in Manchester, and we went down with you once, oh. um, and there's got this great area which is full of kits. It's brilliant. And obviously, taking centre stage of that is Leeds because of that fact, that they were the first team to wear a visibly branded kit and produce repula kits for a Division One club, what brand of kit was it though? What was the brand? I think, I, think I had a kit with this. Did, brand did you? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was just well, plain. Well, white. all right, all right. Don't give any clues away. Won't we'll go off and? It's not uh, going to be clues. Let's go. Let's go. People have to research. That's the whole point of this. It's not a quiz. It's about spending a you know a few extra minutes of your life during lockdown looking at cool lead stuff. We'll just set you these tasks and away you go. Answer will be in the next episode. <laughs> 
And there you go, flying by. Tuesday done. Um, let's hope that uh, we find out in the next. Well, you never know what might happen. We we might be getting promoted to the Premier League by the time we get into Wednesday's podcast. Let's wait and see. Um, on that, have a great rest of your Tuesday if you're listening on Tuesday. And if you're just listening any old day and binge listening, then thank you very much. Really appreciate it. You can get in touch with us 24-7 at Lad to Leeds on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Lad to Leeds at gmail.com if you want to email us if you, you can find us on facebook and messages there as well i took my lad to leads just find it out have a search and hopefully we'll be having a conversation with you soon